Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. This is episode S, Shame and Trauma with Danielle Bernock. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. We are nearing the end of the alphabet, so this empowerment season is drawing to an end. For our Name the Emotion segment this week, I'm just going to keep it broad. I have got those summer vibes. I don't know about you, but a lot of people are excited about the end of the school year. I personally don't have school-age children, but... My son is at a preschool and I have started a summer bucket list and with all of that, there are a lot of emotions. The weather is warm, so there's more activities to do and lots of opportunity for family time. Be sure to take time to think about and reflect on your emotions through all of it. As you all know, I recently had a baby, so there's a lot of emotions there with me and my children, especially my baby being replaced with a new baby. (laughs) So yeah, lots to process. On to my list for the week. Again, with summer on the mind, I just thought I'd share some of my summer bucket list items. I'm, I only have five right now, and it'll probably stay a pretty short list because three children is a lot. Uh, make poppy seed buffins has been on my bucket list for a little while. That's just something I've been craving, and so it made it onto my summer bucket list. It's not very summery, but it's there nonetheless. Next is... Our anniversary night in July, July 16th, I'm looking forward to spending the night in my new home. I still consider it a new home without any kids. My mother-in-law has graciously volunteered to babysit all three kids and it gets harder the more kids you have. So props to her and a big thank you. Next is the splash pad. I'm sure we'll go to many splash pads, but I especially love the one in Bluffdale. It's called Wardle Fields. It's basically like a free water park. Another one is mini golfing. My four-year-old son got into mini golfing on our cruise earlier this year, and so there's a course that I want to take him to. And last is I want to go to St. George this summer. I feel like that's a doable road trip with three children. And that way, if it's at the end of the summer, our newborn will be a little bit older. We love to stop at the Beaver Creamery on the way. And we have yet to visit the Cedar City Temple. So we'll stop there too. Okay, moving on to my interview. We mostly talk about trauma, but I needed an episode for letter S. So she does mention shame a little bit in her message of owning what's happening to us. 
Hello, I am here today with Danielle Bernock, and she is the host of the Victorious Souls podcast. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? <laughs> so good. Would you mind introducing yourself to myself and my listeners? Well, how I introduce myself on my podcast and my lives, I say I'm Danielle Bernock from DanielleBurnock.com. Love yourself from Survive to Thrive, that lady on the internet who loves you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you do a lot of work with trauma and just uncovering that in your life and moving past it. So could you define for us how you see trauma, what it means to you? Well, what trauma is, I define what trauma is because people do not understand what trauma is. They think that trauma is an incident. Trauma mm -hmm. is not an incident. Mm -hmm. Trauma is a wound. Trauma is a wound that takes place physically in the body, in the brain. And it's also a wound that happens in people's souls and their minds and in their emotions. So mm -hmm. it is what's left behind after an encounter that someone has been through that they have not been able to deal with. And I'm starting to in, enforce more and more and more how it's involuntary. People, they back away from it because there's so much shame attached to it, either from themselves or from other people. They measure it. They, there's a big T, little T. I don't like all of that measurement. You either have trauma or you don't, and you don't measure it, and then you can deal with it. People get just mired down in all that peripheral stuff. Mm. It, the first time I trauma, the word trauma came into my life was through the title of a book when I was wandering around a Christian bookstore years ago. Mm -hmm. And I, it wasn't even my vocabulary, but I had it in my life, but I didn't know it. Mm -hmm. And the title of the book was Trauma, The Pain That Stays. Oh. I'm like, I have that, the pain that stays. <laughs> so I bought the book and it was one of the things that helped me to move out of there. And so I have worked for a very long time to get myself healed from that and work with the Lord to get myself healed from that. And now I want to help others and shorten their timeline by providing what I wish would have been available for me. Yeah, that's so great. I love when our experiences are able to help others because then it's, yeah, you know, multifold. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've heard a quote that says feelings buried alive never die. So I, I relate to what you're saying. I understand that that makes sense that trauma is a wound. And um, so, like you said, you didn't realize that you had it. How do you find out that you have trauma that's unresolved? Well, well how do I help people find out or how will people just your life's messed up in <laughs> yeah. some capacity. Sure there are does. multiple ways it can be. And we dismiss it because it's, you know, not that big of a deal or it's not as bad as so-and-so or however we dismiss it or explain it away. But there is some evidence that is left behind. I call them side effects. And I have an assessment that I offer for free for people to look at and see, do you have these side effects in your life? These are the side effects from trauma and you can be healed of them all. Wow. Yeah. I love that you have so many free resources on your website and I'll remind people of it again. I know you said it at the beginning, but daniellebernock.com. And um, so then once people find out they have trauma, how do you help them move past it? Well, they have to find out where they're at in it because mm -hmm. I'm a coach. I am not a therapist. Right. And if they come to me and they need a therapist, I will refer them to a therapist mm -hmm. because if they need to do a deep dive and go through therapy for it, that's not something I do. 
I am a coach and I can help someone move forward because coaching is forward focused. So if you're functional, but you have things holding you back and you're just stuck and you have a thing, but you don't know what the thing is. And and I can, I can do all of that. I can help people with that. But if you need a deep dive and you have deep issues, you need a counselor. So, right. That makes sense. And I have courses too, that people can do them all by themselves. And that's Mm -hmm. another way they could evaluate. If they go through this and this is not, I, I need, I need more because my deep course that I have, it's a 12 week course if they do it in the metered way or for the inpatient, they can get it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> they can have coaching to go along with that so that they can have someone walk through that with them because healing from trauma should not be done alone. Mm. It really shouldn't because healing happens together. It mm. happens in social environments. We don't get hurt without something happening to us socially or emotionally that involves some other person or incident. So we need that social interaction because that's how we get um, the wound and that's how we have to get healed. You know, when you get an injury in your body, you know, you need to go to the hospital. There's people there. (laughs) They're going to help you. (laughs) Yeah. So we were talking a little bit before this about one of your favorite quotes and it relates to trauma. Do you mind sharing that with us? Sure. I will read it from my book. Sounds good. (laughs) Love it. This was, this quote is one of my favorites because it was an epiphany to me. Mm. And so it changed my life. And then after I published this book of mine, Emerging with Wings, then this went viral and I was just shocked at how it resonated with other people. I was not alone Mm. in the resonating of these words. It's trauma is personal. It does not disappear if it is not validated. When it is ignored or invalidated, The silent screams continue, internally heard only by the one held captive. When someone enters the pain and hears the screams, healing can begin. Mm. Yeah, that is so beautiful. And I love how you mentioned over again, and I see it on your wall, live free. I love that freedom that can come after you've moved past that trauma. So uh, what are some of the benefits of healing from trauma, which, you know, I feel like that's an obvious question, but, you know, just taking ownership. So you're looking for more specific. I get that. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, one of the benefits, one of the big benefits is it will affect all of your relationships. Mm. It will improve all of your relationships because trauma affects how you relate to others. It will help you identify your issues in relationships so that you can work on them. One of the big problems with traumas, it creates trust issues. Mm -hmm. And there are attachment issues. You have different kinds of attachment. If people are familiar with attachment theory, there's the healthy attachment, which I did not have. (laughs) There's the anxious attachment where you're afraid of everyone, you push everyone away. And there's the um, clingy attachment where you just, you won't let go of anybody. Mm -hmm. And then there's the confused one, these aren't the proper titles of them. I like to use descriptive words. The confused one where you're a little bit of both. I need you, go away. I need you, go away. I need you, go away. That's where I was. Mm-hmm. And that, that really wreaks havoc in your relationship. So if you have constant relationship issues, that might be a clue you have some trauma that has not been addressed. And it, it might just be one incident that you are unaware of. Um, one woman who went through my course that's something she identified 
because she had other things that she had dealt with, but she still wanted to, she still had some things. So she went through that and identified a situation that she had dismissed as not a big deal. And she went, wow. And she dealt with it. And it just opened up this whole new part of her life to her. So that's what being healed to trauma will open up new avenues of life in your life. Will open up your eyes to things that you didn't know were an issue before. And the feeling of freedom is it's euphoric when you get free from that. In my book, Emerging with Wings, I love the picture for anyone who's got kids or has been around for a number of years and have seen the cartoon Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm. I love the picture because Rudolph is being bullied mm-hmm. and he can't fly. He's got this red nose. So it's the perfect illustration also. But then, you know, he's like an adolescent kind of in that, that place. And so there's this other little deer, Clarice, and she says to him that she thinks he's cute. Well, he just blows a gasket and go, runs around going, she said, I'm cute. She said, I'm cute. And he, he just flies. He breaks through that, that fear. He breaks through that trauma. He breaks through all of that. And he just flies. Wow. Yeah. And that was, that's the euphoria of being set free. I just love that because it, it's that big of an elation. So, mm, Yeah, that's neat. And then, so my current podcast season is about empowerment. And so uh, could you speak to ownership for a moment, like we were talking about before, of just owning your life and moving forward? Oh, certainly. In fact, that will lead perfectly into my second favorite quote. That's great. Which is by Carol Burnett. If anyone's familiar with her, she was a comedian a long time ago and was hilarious. (laughs) And I came across this quote by her, and it's just so powerful. It says, only I can change my life. Mm -hmm. No one can do it for me. It's so powerful because it is extremely true and it fits everywhere. People will pawn off the changing of their life on other people. You made me do this. You made me do this. But you need to own that. And I have found people even do this in the church. They pawn it off on God. Well, God needs to do this for me and God needs to do, you need to take ownership. Sure. Take it to him. Pray. I'm a Christian. I believe in that. I walk with the Lord, but he doesn't, you know, eat for me. He doesn't, you know, go to work for my husband. He doesn't write my book for me. He walks with us. We have to take ownership of our life. No one can do it for us. So it's, that's why I thought that led perfectly into that owning thing. And you have to own the truth of the word trauma. If you have things going on in your life, you have to own the truth. If you sweep it under the rug, you're going to start getting a mountain under the rug and then you're going to trip over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so powerful. I love it. And I love how you related it to both aspects. So thank you. Uh, and you were saying too, with not owning the trauma, people will just say, oh, it's just this, or it's not as bad as this person's. And that's more excuses for not owning it. So I, that resonated with me when you were saying that, because I've heard people say that, oh, it's just this. And they're kind of minimizing the trauma, not owning it. So that's good. There's two reasons people do that though. One is they're running away from it and escaping. That Mm -hmm. is one. Mm -hmm. But the other one is they're under so much shame that owning something that they perceive to be small adds more shame. And so they have to break out of the shame cycle. That's where I was at. I can't own this. I compared what comes before it in the book, before that quote, 
is I compared all of my traumas to tsunamis and to Sandy Hook murders and to plane crashes and 9-11. And my counselor, she helped me with that. She's like, no, they're not the same thing, but that doesn't mean they're empty and void of harm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't compare them. That's why trauma is personal. Yeah. You can't compare them. It's like comparing oranges to horses. (laughs) Yes. So true. Because, yeah, everything that we're going through is real. And I'm sure there's a huge spectrum of trauma. And, you know, you just all trauma needs to be resolved to move forward. So that's important. And then something that piqued my curiosity on your website or your PodMatch page was, are mental health and emotional health the same thing? Because, I don't know, I was just curious to hear your thoughts on the difference of those. Yes, I Googled those to find on things about emotional health. And it always gave me things on mental health. Mm. And it became very frustrating to me because they are not the same thing. They are very related. They are intertwined, but your emotions are not your mind. And your mind is not your emotions. They work together, but they're not the same thing. So our emotional health, we have to deal with the emotions and our mental health. We have to deal with our mind, which affects our brain. And our brain affects our emotions. I mean, they are intertwined, but they are two separate things. Yeah. And I saw one of your freebies that said naming the emotions or, you know, an emotions list. And that's perfect because at the beginning of my podcast every week, I talk about naming your emotions and how powerful that is to move past things or work through things and resolve that. So that's cool. Well, there's a thing called alexithymia, Hmm. which is the inability to name the emotion because you are not familiar with it because you you have been emotionally neglected and you don't know what you're feeling. So that is why I created that list. That's from childhood emotional neglect. That's one of the possible side effects that people get from that. Hmm. Wow. Fascinating. Well, you have just a wealth of knowledge. It's been so cool to talk to you. Uh, So like we said, your website, is that the best way to get in contact with you if people want to work with you? Yes, everything you can find me on all my socials from my website. And you can my podcast has links from my website, my courses, my books, everything you can you can get there. And it's Danielle Burnock. It's B-E-R-N-O-C-K. People tend to, because it's Burr, they would spell it incorrectly. So that's why I pause to say the spelling there. Perfect. No, I love that. Thank you for the clarification, especially with an audio form of <laughs> communication. So I love it. All right. Okay, well, thank you for your time, and I am excited to share this with my listeners. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed talking with you. Yes, for sure. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at AIS4Adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.